listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. Kirby Dock has his third of the season. Canadians lead the Canucks 3-0 after the first period. Early in the second, no score Penguins and Capitals. And late in the second period, Panthers still leading the Hurricanes 1-0. Oilers and Hurricanes tomorrow on 6.30. Chad, 3.30 for the face-off show and the game at 5. Evander Kane out three to four months for the Oilers with the wrist injury. And uh, uh, Clem Costins and Matthias Janmark called up from the Bakersfield Condors. One NHL game still to come tonight. Wild and Ducks. That one doesn't start until 8 o'clock. In the Western Hockey League, three and a half minutes left in the first period. Regina Pats leading the Edmonton Oil Kings 2-1. Connor Bedard with an assist in that game for the Pats. Rhett Melnick has the uh, Oil Kings go, uh, goal as the Oil Kings trying to bounce back from a tough loss yesterday in Moose Jaw. NBA tonight. Raptors trailing the Rockets 52-49 with about a minute and a half left in the second quarter. Basketball in Edmonton tomorrow and Sunday. World Cup qualifying for Team Canada. If they win uh, one of the two games, they will be uh, in the World Cup. We'll break that down further with Paul Sir later on on the show. 780-496-0063 if you want to get in touch. Always happy to hear from you. And I am very happy to talk to this next gentleman, former Edmonton Oilers goaltender, now working in broadcasting, and he recently made it official, announcing his retirement from the National Hockey League. Please welcome back to Inside Sports, Devin Dubnik. Devin, how are you doing? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, it's nice to talk to you again. I know we got to speak a couple of times uh, in the last two years or so, and uh, I'll say to you, congratulations on your NHL career. I know you decided to formerly put the cap on it a couple weeks ago with uh, announcing your retirement. How did it feel to sort of actually make the, the formal decision, make the formal announcement? Well, it was funny because I, I mean, it was, it was pretty obvious that that was the case uh, for the last year, but um, never really had thought of it. And, and uh, you know, I had family and friends that were kind of asking me like, you know, are you going to announce your retirement? And I'm like, I don't know. I hadn't really thought of it. And, and then the uh, NHL Network stuff came out, and people were st- started asking. So I'm like, I guess you might as well say something. So um, it's nice, you know. It's nice. A lot of people, a lot of good people reached out, and and that's kind of the cool part of it is that you know once it was done, you know, and I announced it, um, got a lot of good text messages from people and stuff. So that that part was cool. But um, I was kind of laughing and joking with them that didn't realize it was a surprise to anybody that I wasn't uh, exactly looking to make a comeback. Well, good for you. You got to hear from a lot of people. Uh, I, I want to go back and, and not to your Oilers days. I, I want to go way back. Um, who got you into hockey as a little guy and how did you become a goaltender? So, I mean, hockey was, you know, I grew up Canadian, so um, I bounced around a lot. Uh, I was born in Regina moved to uh, Newmarket, suburb of Toronto, uh, to Winnipeg, to Vancouver, to Calgary before I was 10. And obviously he was playing hockey the whole time. So in Vancouver, uh, Port Coquitlam was a suburb there. That was kind of my first uh, tryout rep team. And that's where I started playing goal. So, you know, I was playing there and I don't know why, but for whatever reason, one summer I told my dad I wanted to be a goalie. And uh, my dad played goalie 
as he played up to junior A. So he played for Crow's Nest Pass Red Devils. And so he was a goalie, and, and uh, I told him that I wanted to be a goalie, and he was like, absolutely not. You're not, <laughs> you're not playing goal. So, and, and it wasn't, and the funny thing is, it wasn't like I didn't want to be a goalie because he was a goalie. I don't know. I can't even tell you what it was. You know, I had a buddy on the team that that was a goalie the year before, and I was always intrigued by the equipment. And I just, and I was always defensive-minded kind of in every sport that I played whether it's baseball, soccer, whatever. I was always defensively minded, but for whatever reason, this one year, I decided I wanted to play goal, and it was one year before rep hockey started. And so I finally convinced my dad to let me play, and and uh, he said, okay, fine, you can play. You can go half-half. You can play half the games as a goalie, half the games as a player, but you got to you know, you gotta learn how to skate. I was a pretty good skater. Um, and then I ended up, playing every game that year except for one and so you know talking to him looking back he said the biggest thing for him was like he could see my improvement in playing goal was very fast so when i started i wasn't very good but he could see me picking up on it really quick and that's why he allowed me to to continue to play and play as much as i did because he's like i saw you enjoyed it and that you were getting better at it very quickly and so that's kind of where it took off. Okay. Uh, so that was around, sorry, 10 or 11, you said? That was, yeah, 9 or 10, actually. Yeah, I, can't, wow. I can't pinpoint <laughs> if it was 9 or 10, yeah. That's, we're like, you're obviously relatively tall. Were you one of the taller kids even at that age? I was, I was like tall-ish, but I never really like blew up until my kind of my later, not later teen years, because I guess I was playing junior 16, but um, kind of that, 12 13 i was always a taller boy but i never was like six six tall like i am now i was one of the taller kids and then and then i kind of blew up and then and then i think i was like six three when i was 15. so it's obviously pretty tall for a 15 year old right Okay. Well, that's interesting. Well, it worked out pretty well. Good thing your dad uh, softened a little bit on, on his stance for sure. Yeah. It didn't take long. It yeah. didn't take long. He didn't, he didn't push me that hard, but it was just funny. I remember, I remember asking him and him being like, no, no, get out of my face. You're not playing goal. Absolutely not. That's awesome. But then, uh, and then, but then he ended up teaching me, you know, I mean, he was my goalie coach for until I went to junior. And I mean, he like taught me everything that he could possibly teach me. And we laugh about it now because he's like, it kind of got to the point where I didn't really know what to teach you anymore. So I was just trying to tell you things. But I mean, he was like dial like, with angles and, and, you know, playing at the top of your crease and challenging and all the way up to slashing guys in the back of the legs if they're standing in front of you. I mean, he taught me everything <laughs> when he played. I mean, it was like it was a little bit of slap shot when he played. So. He uh, he taught me some uh, some aggressiveness too, which which if you watch some highlights from my career, I took that probably longer than I should have. But <laughs> that's I, awesome. Uh, I like to wield my stick, and that was from my dad for sure. Yeah, well, nothing wrong with that, right? You gotta you gotta protect yourself in there for sure. Yeah, so, that's, so... that's what he always told me. <laughs> okay, so to stand in front of you, make him pay. <laughs> that's awesome. Who is the most annoying player in front of the net in the NHL? Uh, oh gosh, that's a good question. So for whatever reason, 
I don't know why, but it was more when I came to Mini um, that Landeskog. I I don't know why, but I just he drove me nuts and everything about him when I played against him, I I just couldn't stand it. I wanted to slash him with my stick every time he came around me. And and that's you know he does such a great job. He goes to the net, so he's always in front of me. And me and him battled so hard all the time. And I just like if I saw a ninety-two in front of me, I was just going to take a swing for no reason whatsoever, other than it was ninety-two. <laughs> and it's hilarious because you know I get traded to Colorado, and you know I I I'd made peace with him before this, um, but I get there and he's like the best guy ever like i mean me and him were like the same person we got along so good best like one of the best leaders i've ever been around in my life and it was just hilarious because you know if i just saw 92 in front of me i wanted to break his legs and then i go to colorado and he's like my best friend and is one of the coolest leaders and i'm so happy that they won last year because he's just an incredible captain leader everything you could ask for but that was not the case when i was playing against him <laughs> that's an awesome story devin dubnik joining us tonight on inside sports of course uh, former oilers goaltender great nhl career now working with the nhl network okay so you're uh you're a dad now i'm not sure the ages or genders of your kids but are um I, would you want to be a goalie dad or or do the kids kind of uh <laughs> <laughs> what We're, sports are they into? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be, but uh, my oldest definitely wants to get into the goalie thing. He likes it, and he's, uh, you know, the thing I love about it with him is he's not scared of the puck. So when he gets in there, like he's, I mean, in Minnesota, like the the minor hockey here is bananas. It's 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 intense, and the level of play is like through the roof. And so you know, the kids, he's that in his age they can rip the puck and the thing i love is he he really needs to work on his skating still which that's kind of my whole point in not wanting to just stick him in goal it's not like you gotta you gotta get your skating dialed you gotta be a player and keep working on your skating before you can just go back to goal but what i love is that when he gets in there he's not afraid of the puck so i mean he'll throw himself in front of that thing but man these these kids here it's like the level of play here is is through the roof um so yeah we got a he's nine uh, and then we have our, our middles turning seven in december and our little is turning uh five in january and they're all three boys so we're uh we're fully in one here okay well that's uh that's awesome but we'll uh we'll have to see if there's any dubniks in the whl draft in a few years right that's uh that's, yeah. that's incredible we got a ways to go we got a ways to go for that <laughs> Yeah, well, that's fun though. That's that's awesome. Sounds like you're enjoying the the fatherhood uh, part of your life. So that's really cool. Yeah, Devin, I, I'm gonna you. I, I'm sure you don't remember this because you talked to a bunch of media guys over your career. And at the end of the day, you and I didn't overlap very much with the Oilers because I I started kind of. Uh, uh, 13, 14, doing this job, and then you got traded after a couple of years. So, uh, but I remember talking to you once. And I think you guys had a practice and training camp out in Sherwood Park. Remember Millennium Place? Yep. Yeah, of course. And I, I, I did a little interview with you, and then we just kind of started talking and, and shooting the breeze a little bit. And, uh, you know, the team obviously it was, you know, coming off a tough year. That wasn't a great year for the Oilers. And I said, well, you know, like you, 
you're a pretty good goalie, but like you, you face a lot of shots, right? Like you would, you must hope that they, you, you guys tighten up defensively. And I remember you looked at me and you said, Reed, doesn't matter if I face 50 shots or 11, it's my job to stop them. <laughs> I just yeah, always that's... remember, I always remember that moment where I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. He probably thinks I'm stupid for asking him that. <laughs> no, not at all. That was the, that was the best, the best piece of advice that my agent, my agent, Mike Liu, uh, you know, I was, I've been with him since I was 15 years old. And uh, that was, so he gave me that piece of advice when I was in the American League. And uh, I got lit up for 10 goals in Hartford. And I was rattled. Had to come back and like play the next night. And one thing he always told me is he said, listen, this is a reactive position. So I know that you got lit up for 10 goals and you want to go out there and you want to be the hero and come back and have a big game. But as a goalie, you can only, you can only, stop what's brought to you so you can't have a 50 save shutout if you only get 10 shots if you get 10 shots you can have a 10 save shutout but you can't go begging for shots you can only stop what comes to you and you have to let it come to you and that was such a great piece of advice for me especially when things didn't go well and you want to get out there in the next game and you want to go out and you just like you know, you, you're so fired up and you're just begging for guys to shoot the puck, like, like, give it to me. I'm going to stop everything, but yet got to let it come to you. And that piece of advice to me was, was so good is that you can't get a 50 save shutout if you don't get 50 shots. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, man, oh man, we're going to have to try to talk again, Devin, because I, I love having you on the show and I, I know oil country remembers you fondly. Uh, I'll just throw you a quick question about the Oilers. Uh, you know, and that's what I love about covering the team, like the story of the season, right? And we're only 14 games in, and there's already been a bit some ups and downs. Um, and and goaltending has been a story for them. Jack Campbell has a reputation of being kind of hard on himself. He said he was, his performance was was pathetic after the Dallas game. Comes back and he's, uh, I, I thought probably should have been the first star of last night's game. And then Stuart Skinner. Uh, one caller called in last night to Rob and I and said his mustache should be the star of the team, but uh, he's having a pretty good, <laughs> I agree. I yeah, agree with that. it's pretty, pretty good. But what, what do you think of this Oilers goaltending tandem so far? Well, first of all, I think everybody should be very excited about Skinner. I mean, this is a guy that's, he's kind of poked his head in a little bit with, uh, in the, in the last couple of years with, with spot games and he, he looks amazing. He's a big boy and he looks awesome when he's in the net. So this is a great, thing for Oilers fans. This is a kid who was highly touted. I think he's played for the Hurricanes in Lethbridge, if I'm not correct. Is that yep. right? Yeah, and then he got yep. traded. Yep, yep. Yeah, so he's a good good Western. I love the Western Canadian boys like myself, but this is a kid who was highly touted, and he came in, and, you know, now he's – so now you got this backup goalie who's, you know, potentially – a really good starter going forward and, and he's playing phenomenal. So that's awesome. And the thing that with, with, with Jack Campbell that people need to just relax on is it's not easy to go into a new team. So I, I know everyone talked in the off season, like, you know, he's coming from Toronto. It's the, it's the highest pressure market that you could possibly be in. So he, he should be completely fine with Edmonton, but it's tough. You know, he's, he's coming over to a new team a team that has a lot of expectations, a team that plays completely different from Toronto, not, you know, I don't know, systems wise or whatever, but you know, it's, it's not like you, you can't just like plop onto a new team and just be amazing. 
he's going through his struggles right now. And, and the disappointing thing is that everyone's all over him. Jack Campbell is fine. Okay. He's a, he's a, he's a good goalie. He's going to be great. He's going to settle in. He's like one of the most likable human beings for his teammates that you can have, which everyone that has ever been around him says the same thing. Just, he just let him settle in and he'll be just fine. And the good news for Oilers fans is he got Skinner back there. Who's, who's showing he's like ready to rock too. So everything is going to be just fine in Edmonton. They're going to be a playoff team and compete. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Well, Devin, Thank you so much for doing this. All the best with the NHL Network. Uh, all the best with the uh, the young family and wherever their athletic or other pursuits take them. And uh, I really do hope we can talk again soon, man. Thank you so much for hopping awesome. on the show. Yeah, no, of course. Thanks so much. Right on. That is Devin Dubnik on Inside Sports Night, the former Oilers goaltender with memories of his dad not wanting him at first to be a goaltender and some thoughts on the Oilers goaltending tandem. He likes him. He likes Campbell. He likes Skinner Campbell coming off a really good game last night in the win over the Tampa Bay lightning. Okay. Happy to hear for you at seven, eight, zero, four, nine, six, zero, zero, six, three. We have Luke Gazdick still to come tonight as well. It's inside sports on six 30 chat. I'm Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet. All right, McDavid and the Oilers playing the Hurricanes tomorrow. 330 face-off show game at 5 here on 630 Chet. Ken has called in tonight. Ken, make me smile. Go ahead. Hey, Reed. I just want to hey. say, Devin, he, he, he's a pretty awesome guy. Yeah, thanks. I enjoyed talking to him. I think he's doing a really good job as an analyst, too. I think that's going to be a good career for him. For him. What else? Well, about six years ago, a buddy of mine and I went to the Edmonton-Minnesota game, and uh, I wore my Dubnik uh, jersey I got from uh, Switzerland when he played in the Spangler. Oh, nice. And, and fortunate enough, the seats we were in was right beside his wife and his mother-in-law and his son. And I got talking with him because I kind of figured it was Devin's family with the little guy wearing a Minnesota Dubnik jersey. And uh, his mother-in-law said, I understand you want to get this jersey autographed. I said, it would be great if I awesomely could. She goes, well, I'll tell you what. You leave it with me. We'll exchange numbers. And uh, I'll get Devin to sign it for you. So about four days later, she phones me up and says, hey, Devin signed your jersey for you. Come and get it. So I thought that was pretty cool to him. Wow. That's awesome, Kent. Thanks for sharing that story. How are you feeling about the Oilers so far? Well, I think they're doing well. But they, they could do better. For sure. Yeah. With with their defensive core, they got to... I think they got to gel a little more together because they... They seem kind of, in the odd game, they get kind of mixed up and forget where they're at and so on and so forth. But uh, outside of that, the, the front end is, like, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, them, right them, guys are, them guys are gelling together really well. Right on. Thank you, Ken. Really appreciate the Devin Dubnik story. That's a really nice story. Thanks for sharing that. Tell you what. Uh, Ed has also called in. Ed, please hang on. we got to do the news and weather here, and then I'll get to you, and we'll also hear from Luke Gazdick coming up on Inside Sports. 